They're bad. They're boys. And occasionally, they talk about running. Yes, it's the Bad Boy Running Podcast with your hosts, Jody Rainsford and David Heller. Come back. Baby, come back. But the bye, 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 bye. But the bye, 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 bye. I must admit I was a clone to be messing around. But that doesn't mean that you have to leave town. Come back. Bye, 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 bye. Bye, 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 bye. Hey! Hello, Jenny Rainsford. Hello, David Hellard. I feel like we've been apart for such a long time. Oh, my days. Yes. Yeah. And I'm, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Um, <laughs> it's, although I'm, I'm just know. exhausted and overwhelmed at the moment. So. Okay. So, so, I, so, um, so, listener, if you haven't listened previously, um, very much uh, David's been away for a few weeks. Um, so, let's find out about his trip to America. Well, I don't know if we, I think we should almost park America because there's so many things to to talk about from oh, okay. that trip. Okay, let's do and, that. And and I almost, I, but there's a couple of things that I think we need to speak about while it's topical. Oh, okay. Now, okay. No, right then. So we're, we're right, so. That that was I meant to I meant to ask these questions. So we're teasing <laughs> we're teasing America for the next the next bad stuff. That was totally intentional. It was. Now um, we we've obviously had in the last few months some great discussion about the name Nigel. Oh, and what? go back to Ni- of all the things I thought you were going to start with, Nigel wasn't the one. <laughs> but um, I they've changed they've changed the names of hurricanes. They've changed the naming format, so they're oh, not yeah. all women's names. Which is what did it used a, to be? Yeah, I think so. They used to always be female names, or but I just don't know if I agree with. Imagine if your house has been destroyed, like blown away yeah. by I- Hurricane Ian. <laughs> it just doesn't feel right, does it? it just doesn't it doesn't imagine that imagine you're telling me you're telling this story it's really sad (laughs) to go i lost everything i i lost my house i my we had to run for it we lost everything we had and all because of hurricane ian and people go (laughs) it takes it takes the wind literally takes the wind out of your sails doesn't it by uh, by leaving it like that yeah, I think there needs to be if a gravitas use... associated. You have to if you yes. you've got to have a name, but it's got to be a comfort. It's got to be a power name if you're going it to does. use <laughs> exactly Hurricane Max. <laughs> yeah, and and that's not to, you know I don't think Hurricane David would be a great one either, or Hurricane. Basically, any name that's too familiar just doesn't work. I, it's got to be. So I think they've got these naming conventions wrong because there must be an impact where. You see on the news, Hurricane Ian's coming. And you think, <laughs> you think that's all right. Hurricane Ian, I think I can handle it. <laughs> I mean, that, that must occur to people. It must have an impact in some it's, way. Oh, the other thing is, okay, so actually there's, a, there's an interesting um, sexism and racial bias to this as well, because all of these names seem very, very white, don't they? Like... I can't remember the names before, but they all they all seem to be very Western and white. 
There's no yeah. like Hurricane Deshaun or anything else like that, is there? They're all very kind of David or, you know, um, you know, whatever. I can't actually think of any other names right now. Um, James or or whatever. But it, they do seem to... I, I, famous I, I, Hurricanes. And also, if it was true that they were all female, surely that is a... That is sexist in its own right as well. Like, oh, it's a natural disaster, so it's obviously female. So it was, um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was Hurricane, Hurricane Katrina, probably the most famous one in our days. Yeah. Um, with Which is Agnes. funny, which is funny because the name Katrina, I always associate with uh, Katrina and the Waves and her song was Walking on Sunshine. So it's almost, <laughs> it's almost ruined her legacy. Although it seems I'm wrong about the naming format. Um, yeah, it has absolutely ruined that. And um, last person to win Eurovision for the UK. But they've got, th- there seem to have been in the early days a lot of female names. And then, like, it, but so it used to be location. So it was Gaveston, Galveston, Atlantic Gulf, Miami. Yeah. San Felipe. I mean, I'm, I'm reading an American website here. Florida Keys Labor Day, Hurricane. New England Hurricane, Great Atlantic Hurricane. So this is what they names. named. They just named it after the place it was. This seems that used to be the that, way. That, and would, then... that would seem sensible. <laughs> Why did they change it to just name it after people? Well, I guess because the you're going to get more than one Miami hurricane, potentially. That's I mean, that's I true. I mean, that. yes. Yeah, I suppose that's true. That is true. Um... But then it, it seems to change to female names in the, the kind of 50s. So you've got Carol. Carol. Hurricane, hurricane Carol. <laughs> Hurricane Donna, Hurricane Diane. Hurricane Donna, I think, sounds frightening. I love that. And then it it goes to one of them just so they've this list has the the names and then suddenly it's Tropical Storm Claudette. So I wonder what elevated Claudette to not being a hurricane to including the hurricane Tropical Storm. And then then it becomes men's names it seems so maybe this is just coincidence but there goes to gilbert hugo that's a good gilbert hurricane hugo. like we're only hurricane going gilbert. for names we're only going for names from like the 1940s like what the fuck like what what yeah yeah and then it's got mitch floyd keith i mean oh it's a shame we didn't have keith floyd in the order floyd keith allison iris isabel charlie francis ivan ivan Jean, Dennis, Katrina, Rita, Wilma, and Ike. So, yeah, the names need to... They've got to match the fourth. Why? Why? I I suppose... The other thing, I suppose, about storms is that they probably... Because they move, don't they? They're not... You you can't have a geographical thing because they move. Whereas I think, well, why aren't earthquakes named? Well, earthquakes are in a specific place. You can say that's the San Francisco earthquake, can't you? Or that's the San Francisco flood. Or, or something like that. I suppose a storm doesn't have a geographical start and end point necessarily. And so and not necessarily suppose, an epicenter in the same yeah, way. Exactly. So I suppose or... yeah, that makes more sense. So that does. But yeah, I mean who names who names them? Who is the because there's got is it a committee or is it one person? Or do, I, I I wanna know. I wanna know who who names hurricanes. Or do they just get an imagine... intern? They get an intern to just write a bunch, you know, you come up with all these names, try and pick ones that aren't very popular anymore so because so we there's no um there's no it association says, it says there are regular meetings of weather scientists around the world to decide on new names for the next year i mean i don't believe that 
what in the pub past the committee in the they come together to do that wow yeah yeah i mean what what a job um and the new names for for this year are aiden izzy ray bruna jacinta skylar carmelo canito tio daniela luna violetta so how how does ian make that list Ah, so they're actually they bring that. It looks like they're bringing much more diversity into that, doesn't yeah. it? There is much more diversity. Good to know that there's diversity in meat in uh, in natural disasters. Although the the Atlantic, yeah, the Atlantic hurricane names seem to be less diverse. Alex, Bonnie, Colin. I mean, Hurricane Colin. Hurricane Colin. Sure. That is Danielle, Earl, Fiona, Gaston, Hermine, Hermine, Ian, Julia, Carl. Lisa. Um, Gaston. Yeah, Gaston. I mean, that is a good one to have, isn't it? Yeah. We've got like Beauty and the Beast theme going on as well. You just wait to be a really powerful one as well. <laughs> but um, I thought we'd also should discuss, I mean, you've obviously seen, seen about the, the cheating accusations in chess. Are we chess? No, I did. this is when you said, "Oh, we've got to talk about topicals." I thought you were, like, you were talking about Kipchoge. That's why I thought you were going to start. Yeah, we're going to kick <laughs> off with. I didn't think you were going to go for hurricane naming and chess. No, I have. I saw, I saw the headline about the chess thing, but I, the the last thing I saw about chess is getting in the in the uh, news quite a lot recently because the last scandal around chess was yeah. when that kid, that um that boy, was playing yeah. that um uh, chess robot and. It broke his finger because it, he made he had he made a move it didn't like. <laughs> what? Surely that's made up story. No, it's Surely. not. It's not. <laughs> the, the, the robot fucking broke his finger. I mean that that's got to be something where the robot thought the finger was a piece or something and then tried to move it or just something. I, I like no, than... I like I like to anthropomorphize this. Say no one expected <laughs> Judgment Day to start with a chess game. <laughs> yeah, and a broken finger. <laughs> Like, it's where it begins. Um, so what so this one, Go on. This one, this one is rocking. This is the biggest scandal in in chess, maybe ever. How do you che- how do you cheat at chess? How do you? What's the? Go on, go on. Like, I'm so going. Magnus Carlsen, who is the guy, the guy. Yeah, the man. He's the been guy. the best chess player for. Is he been accused of cheating? So he's recently lost to a, a team prodigy called Hans Niemann. That's and a good name. Hur- Hurricane Hands. Hurricane Hands, yeah. He plays yes. super fast. Yeah. That'd be incredible. Um, so he's claimed that his he thinks his opponent cheats by having vibrating anal beads that tell him... Shut up! <laughs> yes. No! Yes. What? Telling him the moves by vibrations in his bum-bum. Because I, I don't know, I, I shouldn't have gone straight. What an accusation. What? Yeah. Imagine going to the chessboard. Wait, I've got something to say. Anal beads. And all I could, yeah, crazy, right? And all I can assume is that they must now x ray people going in or strip search people going in to ensure that they're not getting messaging in some way. Yeah. Um, but. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know how they. I don't know where they go from here because the thing is, you know, it's, what? it's one of those things where you make that accusation about someone. There's no way they come back from it. It's like when Trump 
started, you know, when it like when Trump was running for president and he started calling, you know, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Marco Rubio, sweaty, oh, yeah, you know, oh, he's sweaty, you know, and he kept starting throwing water around. You couldn't get that image out of your mind every time you thought about Marco <laughs> Rubio, and then you started talking about what's it called? Uh, Jeb Bush has been low energy. Like you couldn't, he, he associated things with those names, which was, uh, you know, utterly brilliant and, and bullying yeah. and horrific. But the problem is that kid will always be known for anal beads now, regardless of whether <laughs> it's true or not. There is no coming back from that. But also when, if you think about 9-11, as soon as a terrorist did something by smuggling stuff, suddenly we had to get our shoes checked. Absolutely. We had to security. So you have to set the rules based off the the assumption that everyone could try and cheat to the maximum that, level. So does this mean before every chess game now, they're going to have to anal check? Anal probe. Uh, yeah. I mean, that is, the, that is the only logical conclusion of how to preserve the sport's integrity. Oh, well, I, I, well that's true, isn't it? It took one shoe bomber. One shoe bomber, and that was all it was. The first time it had happened for everyone to have to check their shoes. Yeah. And that and was so, it. And that's, that's the trouble. You've got to... So will this be a role? And how much do you think this role would be paid? Like, if you, if you specialise in the cavity search, the chest cavity search. Um, yeah, I mean... What a story! What a, <laughs> this is incredible! <laughs> So I, oh, I wait a minute, I should... wait a minute, wait a minute. But but he he's playing um, uh, Magnus Carlsen. Who is giving him instruction? Like who is better than Magnus Carlsen and giving I him instructions? I think it's the power the power finger of that robot. That's what it must be. <laughs> but that's the thing. I mean, it makes sense in you know if if someone had if if you're. Um, doing quizzes, general knowledge, if there's some sort, you know, you can see how cheating would work in, you know, in the, you know, who wants to be a millionaire, stuff like that. But when you're playing a grandmaster, like even if the other person directing you is a grandmaster, the the chances that you're going to, you're going to win is still very kind of 50-50, very, very slim when you're playing against the best yeah. of the world. Who is going to be better than than Magnus Carlsen? To, I guess to, it must be like, just, I guess it must just be like linked up to Watson or is it Clear Blue? The, yeah. The company, the, the Clear blue. Wait a minute, isn't it deep blue? Think clear deep blue, blue. The pregnancy test. True, true. Sorry. <laughs> I don't right love that. We we hooked it up to the wrong thing. <laughs> oh, turns out you've got a bum baby. I didn't think you could make those. Um, yeah, and so, but that because doesn't it? Isn't it quite stimulating in that area already? That I don't know, David. I, I would expect you to know that though, because because surely the the only way to try and counteract it is to try and up the speed of the moves to just see if they then get so many vibrations it kind of spins them off into a, a I world think of joy. We've been we've been trying to come up with like new and interesting ideas for the YouTube channel uh, for the BBR YouTube channel. I think you've you've probably come up with a Mr Beast style uh, YouTube uh, test that we should do. Can David? play a game of chess with anal beats controlled by whoever. Uh, I think this is, I think this is good. I think we should do this. I think nothing to do with running, of course, but then, you know, when, when is anything that we do is running? I like, I like this idea. Can anyone, could two people playing chess with anal beats actually concentrate enough to be able to, to do it? 
And I want to know how big these beads are. And I want to... <laughs> Potential new sponsor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'd love to have that conversation of, well, what about anal beads? Oh, because that must have happened where they're saying, right, okay, how, how are we going to, you know, maybe tapping your leg now, though, something in the ear, no, something in your hair. Mm, no, there's strips that you everywhere except the, except the bum hole. So, um, but anyway, so I thought that's going to be discussed while it's still topical. Also, did you, so something that, um, oh, all drug news, actually. So one of them is at Cannabis. <laughs> Cannabis remains on the anti-doping agency's list yeah. of prohibited items um, for for 2023. Apparently, that's which I still find just a bit weird, right? Even though it's legalized in some countries and doesn't help you what's in any the, way. What's the what's the justification? I don't think there is any. I think it's um. It says they um, endangers the health or safety of competitors. They've not really. Again, I feel like this is something for YouTube. I think this is a good YouTube test. Let's see, you know, 400 meters. Everyone's just had some cannabis. Let's see how dangerous that is. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. It's, there is no proven, I don't think, um, benefit to it. And actually, if there was any benefit, it's more likely to be the CBD, which um is legal i believe um and so yeah shikari richardson who um had smoked a little bit of weed and then was um couldn't race she's you know, she's never come back to form since that and so um it was because of her that this all came about the the potential reclassification so it's it carries a a an out of competition positive test carries a penalty of a three month suspension which can be reduced to one month with the completion of a treatment program. So what, just, this just treatment seems... program. What? Yeah, I mean, it's it, it just it just reeks of kind of stuffy boards. Just yeah. saying, well, why? Because I, I, I there's a cross country runner from the UK who um, was banned because of cocaine, um, out out of race, and you just think, what? I don't understand what business this is to do with. It's completely. It's like banning someone for shoplifting it's it's just completely irrelevant it's and it and it's out of date it's like when when you're at school and they said oh a policeman's going to come in to talk to you about drugs and so the policeman comes in and he comes in with his little suitcase of different drugs and he's talking about drugs he's going oh and this is these are ecstasy tablets and you'll pay probably 10 to 12 pounds for one of these and everyone in the class is going <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right then Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah, and he's getting everything wrong. He's getting everything. He's, you know, he's, he, he's, he's, he's saying things that are um, are side effects of it, and oh, saying things that are side effects or symptoms and things like that. And everyone's just going, nah, 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 nah. You're, you're totally wrong. That's what it feels. It feels as though like they how that you know they they woefully out of date. Yeah, and I wonder whether the when there's a back the uh weed industry gets bigger whether they potentially sue because yeah why not yeah absolutely absolutely it's just i it, it feels like it's a lifestyle it's like you're penalizing a lifestyle element 
Um, yeah. Ra- and yeah. Rastafarians could potentially <laughs> sue for religious reasons, right? Religious well, discrimination. Yeah. Well, I, it, it, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's just, it's, it just doesn't make any sense. Like even from a, I mean, from a common sense perspective, it doesn't make any sense. It feels like it's just, it's kind of a, a political, it's like political, like it's a punishment. Like, you know, if we, if we allow it, then it'd be seen that we're condoning it as a lifestyle. Yeah. You know, yeah. You'll ask like, go, no, no, adulterers, get a three month ban and then have re- rehabilitation. If you cheat on your, in, on your partner, then you've got a, you know, you're banned from uh, competing. Mind you, yeah. they do that yeah. now. If you're Russian, you're banned from competing. Not if you take drugs. If you take drugs, you're fine as a Russian. But if you if you invade another country, then you know, then you then you're banned. Yeah, I mean, there's 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 certainly inconsistencies. And um, have you? Well, did you did you see this this article as well? It's a lot of doping catch up actually. So um, we love it. Actually, it has, the, it's been a while, hasn't it? It has been a while. It's good to like get all the all the all the drug stories in one go. So this this ties into Russian doping actually. So. A teenage Russian tennis player was banned for nine months after anti-doping breach. And what I found extraordinary about this, so it's a 14-year-old tennis player being banned for anti-doping, um, which is crazy young, for um, testing positive for Moldonium. Now, what I Moldonium. found interesting... Is that, re- is that real? Yeah, it's it does Moldonium. Like made up. Oh, Meldonium. Like Meldonium. So meldonium is a, li- a limited market pharmaceutical developed in 1970. Um, oh, I remember reading about this now. It's basically a fatty acid that helps um, helps in- increase oxygenize the transport of oxygen around the system. Um, that well, it's invented. Was... It's invented in the USSR as well. So it's you know, yeah. it's, like, it's a home a home drug, and primarily used for for animals, and then has been has been banned for for human consumption. Um, in sports and things but yet the they've only been banned for nine months because so they were competing only their second senior tournament punchy they had a random sample and the 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 itia said that the length of the ban was determined by the player's age level and lack of access to anti-doping education and stated they would be providing them with a one-to-one education session as part of the reinstatement so the suggestion is that because they're so young, they didn't know better and therefore shouldn't be banned. But I mean, I do, I mean, do you it's think a, that's right? I mean, it's a historic, I mean, like, you know, if you're in Russia, I said, actually, I don't know. I mean, how much information about Russia being banned from stuff is actually, yeah, actually, the information is a good point. It's a good point, actually. Yeah, it's, it's probably... I, well, I, well, it's going to be sold in their own narrative, isn't it? That the, it's either going to be everyone dopes and they they've trapped Russia, yeah. or they're going to say the guy from Icarus who he he stitched up the whole of Russia. Yeah. He was in charge of it. He's gone now. But, but there, there'll be some spin on it that's a positive spin. You'd think. Yeah, exactly. And so, but. Th- as a 14 year old getting hold of this stuff it's it seems crazy that you wouldn't imagine it's just the individual there's got to be someone else involved yeah exactly exactly um but do we think that's right do we think you should have lesser terms if you're a junior um or not given that if you're doping from that age do we think it's likely that people would take it out take it out of russia 
if you had a 14 year old British player who was doping at that age, you know, you know, and, and actually this is not a good example. British take a, um, well, I'm trying to think of a completely clean country. Uh, <laughs> hmm. Iceland. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm. And d- does does that does that send the right message to be banning them for for nine months? Um, maybe it does. Uh, but I thought that was that was interesting. That one it depends why you're so banning young. them. If you, it depends why you're banning them. If you're banning them to say, I mean, the reason you're banning people is to send a message, isn't it? And so yeah, it, 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 so if that's forty, if it, if is that the is that one of the youngest that's ever been banned for doping? You know, you'd make sure. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm against those type of things. I hate the, you know, making an example of someone. But if their motivation was to make an example of someone, hit them with the same level ban. You've got to hit them with the same level ban as, as someone. So you know, there's not, there's never that, um, that doubt in your mind. That's the problem, isn't it? Is this with all these things? There's so many, um, uh there's so many caveats that seem to that seem to be in place that you know you know in gray area um i don't know i don't i don't know now we've um one we've had some feedback as well from the we've we've already talked about spiking drinks haven't we uh yeah, i think we, we have yes yeah we have yeah yeah um, but we feedback from about the Queen. So about the Queen, okay. About about the Queen's death. So a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about weather. about the Queen's death, or about the episode about the Queen's death. About the Queen's death. Yeah. So Neil Neil Catley's been feeding back. He's <laughs> he, he's he's he suggested a, an Irvin um, whose post was it again? Apologies. Irvin Walsh apparently had had tweeted. Yeah almost immediately did you see this tweet oh no it's no, been deleted now oh no yeah okay um so it does seem that humor is right is already back um about the queen but not laughing at her laughing at just using her as the subject um so i'll we'll move on we'll move- um but something else i Lance Armstrong had was using seventeen different drugs legally when he returned to the tour. Wow, which I had no idea about. So he was caught for doping eventually yeah. when he returned, but the because of his illness, he was allowed to take seventeen different drugs that other cyclists wouldn't have been allowed to take. What? Which seems crazy. I mean, like, wouldn't alarm bells ring somewhere? Like, when you think is, <clears throat> what what are the steps that happen in place whereby, I mean, because the thing is, you can look at that in isolation, can't you? And you go, that seems ridiculous. But there must have been like steps mm. in place where someone's gone, well, he needs these twelve, yeah, these these five because of this, and they're like, okay, and so yeah, that's absolutely fine. And actually, you know, there are these other ones which counter the side effects of this and everything. So, oh, that's another one. Yeah, and then when it gets to seventeen, you think like. No one, no one took a step back and went, mm. but maybe they don't. Maybe that's the thing. Those kind of, you know, maybe I don't know. You know what it's like, yeah. And yeah. and so and we'll discuss in a in a future episode about this because at the moment, the, with 
with the, the tour I've been on Golden Trail and with quartz testing, which is a, a system that UTMB uses and the Golden Trail uses, a lot of what they're trying to do is stop people being able to use thera- therapeutic use exemptions at all. Yeah. They basically, and that's, there's two different schools of thought is one is if someone requires that just to be healthy, then they should be allowed to use it to be healthy and then they can still compete using it. Um, where, uh, which then leaves the door open to everyone claiming that they need it to be healthy. Yeah. And so suddenly it's then in effect a performance benefit, um, performance enhancing drug. Whereas, um, whereas the, the quartz school of thought is if it can be used by someone to get a benefit, um, then it, we should just not allow it at all. So Lance is the classic example of that where to have 17 of them just seems insane that that was, that was the system. And no one's looking back on the system thinking that was wrong. Everyone's talking about when he was caught taking additional drugs. Yeah. Which is crazy that you can. Yeah. So that, that blew my mind when I heard it. Um, wow. Well, um, we were just doing a short catch up, weren't we? How have you been anyway, Jay? What's been what's been going on in your world? Um, not a massive amount. I can't remember. You know, like you just can't remember stuff. I think I say this every time. I just can't remember what what's been doing. Oh, we got G Law on when you were away. Oh, so that, that's the first time. That's the first time in that we've um, G Law's ever appeared to uh, the the BBR audience in person. I just heard about the, the legend that was him. So we and we did a um, a live stream into into the group for the first time as well which i think worked all right um, quality yeah it was good it was really good well i've got it on my list to listen to um so i will be listening to that this week um and that was all about dragon's the... back dragon's back okay yeah okay. yeah so if you if you want to see it you can go into the bbr group and watch it on there or or you know or it's available on a youtube channel as well but we <clears throat> we thought you know well, I independently thought and you know, then thought I'd tell you afterwards um, that, um, you know, maybe a couple more of those, especially if those discussion type ones where I think, you know, getting getting other, you know, when we had like live questions coming in and stuff, I think that that work that might work quite well for certain certain types of episodes like panel episodes and things like that. But but if you if you watch that and uh, and you liked it, um, yeah, let us know. Let me know in the group and, you know, just to hear some feedback about that as well, because I think um you know, I think we did it at two in two in the afternoon on a Friday, which probably isn't the best time to do it. But that's the only time we could all get together, and it was a bit bit of a test because I thought it was going to go hideously wrong. But it, it worked out really, really well. Oh, quality, yeah. And maybe we'll do some more of those in the future as well. And then if it if that goes well, and um, well, the I've I've got a couple of other follow up things I thought we'd throw into this one. One of them is to did you know that um. I've been observing the the funeral from afar. Yeah. Um, the one thing that struck me was apparently in Morrison's. Do you hear about this? How no. Morrison's paid their respects? Um, they lowered the sound of the beeps on their machines. Oh wow! In uh, out of respect to the Queen, which <laughs> it's, it's, what, it's what she would have wanted. <laughs> it just struck me as being. Um, yeah, it's just so, it's just so weird that that would. And then they told everyone about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Um, and then obviously Kip Chagy broke the records. Should we talk about that? I mean, it, he's just great. 
Well, I'm glad I'm glad that you mentioned that, actually. We could probably go into more detail, but I'm glad you mentioned that because we did get some feedback. Um, yeah. uh, I'm glad you mentioned his name as well as a non-Western runner because we got some feedback on Twitter. Yeah. From Paul Donlan. Yeah. I'm just going to... I don't know what he sounds like, but I'm going to add my own voice here. Your podcast of 2nd of September didn't say the names of the winning runners at Sierra Zinal. Mike... Uh, Mark Kangogo and Esther Chesang, you are part of the problem if you can't applaud the amazing performances of the people who win these big races. Ignorant conclusions reached. Okay, I mean, I can't remember what we said about Sierra's now. I mean, he's got a point. Yeah. Um, actually, on the day, I struggled to to pronounce um, Esther's name just because we couldn't find her details. She wasn't on our, our run list. Oh, really? So we we had um, yeah. There was that. That's. Um, it's part of the problem reporting is when when you turn up to a lot of these races, you're, you're trying not to talk about the Kenyans or the East Africans or the Africans yeah. because you don't want to group people in that way yeah. um, for exactly the reasons he said. But then when you have um, a, a start list where Esther had never run on trail before, she'd never run in Europe before, she'd um, raised money by... I thought we had talked about this. She raised money by about, selling. I, I, I can't. I to be fair, I can't remember the names being mentioned at all. I think I thought we were talking quite generally about it, rather than you know the kind of the specifics yeah. of the race uh, about the yeah, idea. Yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, yeah, completely. And and I mean, it it it's a very, and we were talking about whether it it would be bad for the sport, but you know we can say Mark can go go let's be honest, like Mark's an amazing runner, but no one's going to follow him on Instagram and he's not going to have an impact on European running culture in any way. I wouldn't imagine he may come back and run the, the world cup um, races in Switzerland and maybe the odd trail race, but we, we probably won't get to know anything more about him as an individual. Right. Um, and and even if I you know I speak to Mark, he's he's a lovely guy, but he kind of lives in a small village in in Kenya, and he's quite he's quite a quiet guy. There's there's not he's, he's not that relatable to us in the same way. We're not we're not that relatable to to them as individuals because we just live have very different lifestyles. But um, but yeah, Esther, she um, we we didn't know anything about her because she didn't have any. She had one search where she appeared in the whole of the internet. Right. She, she, she referenced once. And so you then try to pronounce someone's name correctly when you're doing a, you're recording a super fast update of everything that's going on in the race. Yeah. And you have to try and remember all these names that you've never heard of before. You don't know how to pronounce them. And so, um, and you can't look at paperwork or you're looking directly in the camera. So yeah, it's tricky. And um but yeah, fair enough. Esther and Mark, the two winners, great performances. Um, fair point. Uh, but yeah, there's something, so keep... there's something, there's something, something like criticizing BBR for lack of accuracy. I mean, like, yeah, you're clearly not a regular listener. Like, true, <laughs> just, true. Yeah, that's the thing. But yeah, Kip Chogi. I mean, I don't know there's much to say really other than it's incredible. What was interesting is the the female winner. I can't remember her name, so <laughs> Oh, part of the problem, David. Part of I mean, the problem. I've been part of the problem massively. Um 
she, she it was an EPB for sort of like 20 minutes, which is insane. Catherine de Bruyne. So, yeah, Catherine de Bruyne, that's right. Um, so it, it, she's quite interesting in that she'd, she's one, I think she's the only person to have run a sub, or, or the, uh, is she the only person, or there's only four people to have run a sub two minute 800 and to now have broken 220. Oh, really? That. Yeah. Um, either she's the only, it was either one in four or she's the only one. But yeah, to have, she, she wasn't listed as one of the favourites, anything like that, because her time previously was was significantly slow, like a 237 yeah. or 238. And she's now propelled herself straight into one of the, the best marathon runners of all time. Wow. Um, which, which is nuts to... Well, imagine, well, just, just think of that speed. She's gone from being, I, I think I'd probably, if I was at my peak wearing the trainers, the fastest I could have ever run a marathon would have been about that. And she's gone from being that to just suddenly being now winning Berlin. You're like, wow, in one one race difference. Just insane. Um, and when was the, so when was the, the race before then, when she got that time? Um, it was relatively recently. Um, let's have a quick search. Because... That's where she must have blown up in that race, surely. Yeah, something must that's have gone wrong. Look. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, yeah. Um, which would have been understandable if it was... Well, that was her first marathon, did you say? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, oh, wow, there's a Catherine de Brunner who's a wheelchair cyclist as well. Maybe maybe I've read the wrong read the wrong name. Maybe, maybe Catherine won the wheelchair Berlin race. Oh, if you got no. that wrong, that would be... <laughs> No, no, there are two <laughs> Catherine de Brunners. How how bizarre. Um, yeah, what a coincidence. So you'd, you'd think she must have blown up to have got the 237. I don't understand how you could, because she, she wouldn't have gone out pacing that unless she was jogging it, maybe. Um, which is just in, because you'd just think about the, the pace difference you'd have to, to go into, the intent to have run that 217. Um, I'd, lo- I'd love the idea that she 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 actually ran a two thirty seven flat out and then just thought I know I'm going to try and drop fifty seconds off every mile and see how that goes. I'd like to see potentially. I'd like to, I'd like to check with betting shops and everything what the uh, like yeah whether any bets were placed on the, on her winning stuff. And so the first one was a decoy, and then she put a, yeah. a sack of cash on herself. Yeah, mind I mean, games, mind games. It's like anal beads, mind games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, completely. Um, so that's that's a kind of un- should we? And uh, Alexander Sorokin, we got to mention him as well. I mean, his twenty-four hour time, break the records, absolutely incredible. Um, he's almost got to two hundred kilometers in twenty-four hours. Sorry, two hundred miles in twenty-four hours. That's going to be a big mark, right? First person to run it. Two hundred miles in twenty four hours. Fucking yeah. hell! So he's averaging seven fifteen per mile. I mean, that is insane. <laughs> that is insane. Just because it's, it's what that is yeah. insane. So I mean, it's um, yeah, he's 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 in such a league of his own, and that's got to be so temptingly close for him now. Could you imagine saying that? Imagine say ten years ago. You say, okay, I think it's possible for someone to run 20, uh, 200 miles in 24 hours. 
and people were just like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, there's no way. There's no way. The, is, the pace is running. It's almost, because it's such a long event, it's almost the same split where his, his, his 7.15 place, it might still be 7.15 pace to do the 200 miles just because there's so many laps, there's so many miles that you do that a second times 200 is only, you know, three minutes. So um, for that extra mile, it might be like 7.15.9 or 0.99 and then 7.15 flat. And you're, so um, yeah, that's got to be his next target. So incred- incredibly well done to him. Um, so it's just, it's just hard to even comprehend it. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Massively. And you've got to wonder what the, what the 12 hour record should now be given he's done that time. Yeah. It should be sub, sub 11 quite easily. You'd think, um, well, there's a quick roundup of topical stuff. So, um, hopefully now we can next week talk utter drivelish per usual. So, uh, <laughs> I like the fact you think we haven't talked about to dribble in this one. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, right, I've got so much work to do. Catch it up still. So, uh, <laughs> See you later, do banners. We've all got work. We're all so, so busy. Yeah, it's nuts. So um, thanks for listening, guys. And um, at what episode should we, should we push people to if they listed the first one? Anything relevant to this? Oh no! There was an amazing. Right, there was an am- there's an amazing post in the Facebook group which we'll talk about where someone uh, someone has just joined and started going through the episodes and they just sum up the BBR experience beautifully. Um, but the thing we have to we have to push is the A to Z. So go to if you if you're listening to this and you don't want to go all the way back to the start, listen to the A to Z of um of Bad Boy Running um because that'll save you a lot of heartache. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, listening guys, and we'll see you next time. See you later. Better bye 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 better bye 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 baby come back better bye 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 better bye 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 I must admit I was a clone to be messing around but that doesn't mean that you have to leave town come back yes and give me one more try cause a love like this should I never ever die come back fuck you buddy